Hello and welcome to the Nerdiest Podcast, the podcast where nerds talk about nerdy things. On this episode, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Jackson Class. How are you doing today? Hello. I'm very good. How are you? You know, I'm hanging in there. I'm I'm trying. Um, it's It's been a day. I, you know, spent the last, like, two weeks moving into my apartment and putting together IKEA mm. furniture, which... Every time I get IKEA furniture, I'm like, "Oh, this is so simple and easy to put together. It's gonna be a breeze." No, um, mm. IKEA is just like Legos, except at least with Legos, they give you colored instructions <laughs> so you know what pieces you're looking for. Whereas IKEA is like, "Ah, yes, black and white. Figure it out. You're smart." IKEA, IKEA frequently overestimates how smart the average person is. Mm-hmm. Myself included. It took me two and a half hours to put together a couch. Like. Oh. <laughs> it's not. That's Ikea it, for you. Yeah. It's, it's uh, a pain. This week, I'm going to be honest, I feel a little swamped. Feel a little, feel like I'm a little too busy. I've been a bit of a night owl this week. And so I've had little less sleep than normal on top of work for both podcasts that I have. And then you know, Instagram content for both of them and then, you know, YouTube content and then my actual job. Between all this, I'm a little swamped. Um, I barely had time to finish the series we're talking about today. I finished well, it last night. Know, that's kind of cringe. Like, I... So today, we're talking about Star Wars Visions, which is interesting because I didn't think we were going to make a whole episode about it. I thought it was going to be like mm-hmm. a passing comment in uh a different episode but it was so freaking good we had to make a whole episode here we are and also here we are i talked very i i expressed some serious concerns back in uh december at the like Mm -hmm. disney plus day or whatever when they announced it and i was like "Uh, i don't know if i trust uh, disney disney make an anime anime um but but we will get into that because we'll I get think into it. it it turned out pretty good so what are your general thoughts on star wars visions as a whole so before we get in i'd like to say that you can follow on instagram at the nerdiest podcast and twitter at nerdiest podcast i got it i have to say that followers on twitter yeah so if you're on Instagram or Twitter, go follow us there. We always release stuff about new episodes coming and new episodes that are already passed, clips and memes and whatnot. It's a lot of fun. We're trying to build a good community on both of those. So go follow. All right, now that that's out of the way. Um, so this is coming from someone whose entire anime experience is from Sonic X. Now, that is a good show. <laughs> and Weathering With You. <laughs> no, I watched Can't Weathering With that. You. Literally every anime that I've watched that is not Sonic X, I've watched for this podcast, including Visions. But um, I was pleasantly surprised because I was thinking, oh, I'll just have to like binge Visions and then we can finish, uh, we can do the podcast episode. But no, I actually found myself like strongly engaging in these episodes and I feel like I don't know, some of these stories, like, these episodes are a max of 23 minutes long. That is the longest one there is. That's standard length for a normal episode of a diff- of other shows. These, like, 15-minute episodes crammed in more story than the entirety of 
the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. Is that a hot take? I don't know. So it may be a hot take, but it's a good hot take. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, giving other people their interpretations of Star Wars was a really great idea because Disney realized people don't like what they're doing with Star Wars. And so it's kind of like, you know, you were concerned for anime Star Wars, but, you know, Disney wasn't handling it. They outsourced this and said, hey, cr- these studios, these creators, come work with these this w- incredible universe we're working on. Now, it's not canon, but I enjoyed it more because it's not canon, the way that it was just like, oh, this is just a fun thing. It doesn't have to all tie in together the way Marvel's doing. So pleasantly surprised i'd give it a nine out of ten dang i think for me as someone who's like deeply engrossed in anime Mm -hmm. you know you can't see it in here but i've got like a huge my hero academia poster i've rambled on about how much i love anime so for me this i was really worried about this series and then they announced the studio lineup which uh, the only the only two studios out of this lineup that I knew ahead of time was Studio Trigger and uh, Science Seiru. Uh, both are great studios, by the way. And I will say, my enjoyment of the Studio Trigger episodes is was uh, dramatically increased by the fact that I watched uh, three of their anime this year. Oh, so I was kind of already familiar with um, mm-hmm. the director and all that. Which, when we get to episode three, which is the Trigger episode, I'm gonna send you a screenshot of one of the characters from one of their other anime and i'm gonna have you okay. tell me that that does not look exactly like the brother from- we'll post it on the story we'll post it on the story too uh, um so yeah i i was really worried about it that it was just gonna be like sequel trilogy you know fan service like oh mm-hmm. here's here's what luke skywalker would look like if star wars was an anime and it wasn't it was all super original every every single episode felt different but they didn't feel so different that it was like watching a completely different show every single time like Mm -hmm. they were close enough that they weren't bad and Mm -hmm. another thing is like and i saw this take on twitter and i really agree is star wars visions takes the spirit of what is star wars and turns that into it's not worried about okay we need to make a ton of money off of merchandising we need to make a ton of money off of you know fans coming to see the movie like they just said anime studios you have the license to do star wars do star wars how you want to do star Mm -hmm. and they went for it and it totally worked and not gonna lie aside from like my favorites which we'll get to i think most if not all of these shorts could hold up as an entire anime. I mean, no some fact. more so than others, but mm-hmm. there's definitely potential for multiple different Star Wars anime shows just out of and Star some Wars were, Visions. And I... Go ahead. Some were more open-ended than others. Some could go straight off of the episode that they were put in this first season of Visions. Some could just be like, hey, that was the pilot. Some would be like more of a pitch. So like the second Tatooine Rhapsody... I don't think that would work as a pilot. I think it could work as a pitch and say, these are the characters, these are the situations they're in. We could create a series off of that. But I, like, a lot of these could be either. And I I really hope they get, like, two or three seasons out of this. 
Yeah, I would I would be remiss if Disney didn't greenlight a season two or do something else with this. Although, knowing Disney, it'll be a one-and-done type thing. Like, they'll be like, ah, we did it once. We satisfied the anime fans. Never gonna touch it again. All right, this it's is also... what pisses me off. Because they, they're like... Like, we don't know yet. We don't know if they're season two divisions. I think it's rumored, but, like, every show that ever comes out gets a rumored season two. But then, yeah. like, What If was going for two episodes, and they're like, yeah, we're having at least two seasons. Like, what? <laughs> exactly. I don't understand. It, and I think part of it comes down to, like, why does What If get a confirmed season two? Probably because they already have those episodes planned out. I guarantee you half of What If Season 2 is just going to be follow-ups to the episodes from the first season, but that's Mm -hmm. the What If episode. Um, So there's, like, safety there, whereas, which, by the way, Star Wars Visions, from what I've seen, it is incredibly hit or miss. Like, you either love it or you hate it, and there is Mm -hmm. no in-between. Because I'm in a group chat with some other Star Wars fans, and half of them were like, this is the worst, I can't stand this. And then me and the other half were like, no, this is great. Like, all of these are bangers. Like, <laughs> so, and from what I've seen, all of the critics and stuff, like, everyone who's reviewed it has given it positive reviews. Mm-hmm. People who don't like it are the vocal minority, not the vocal majority. So hopefully Disney sees that and says, okay, you know what? Sure, let's let's do a season two because there is potential here. Or let's take mm-hmm. the twins and turn it into a show, or the village bride and turn it into a show. Like, so my my mm-hmm. very long general thoughts. That is my th- those are my general thoughts on Star Wars Visions. Yes. Yeah. No. I think uh, I think that Star Wars Visions isn't for everyone. But it's also the same way that WandaVision wasn't for everyone. The same way that, you no, know, the prequel trilogy... I just smacked my microphone. It's the same way that the prequel trilogy isn't for everyone. You know, the same way that, like, people can have favorites and opinions and disagreements. I just, like, not everyone is going to enjoy the Clone Wars or Rebels or, like, just animated Star Wars in general. Not everyone is going to love it. It's, my frustration is when they... I'm frustrated when people have their opinion and then present it as fact and say, say Star Wars visions is bad. It's like, well, all right, hold on. Maybe you just not in like the anime circle and you just don't, you just don't, I don't want to say you don't get it. Cause that sounds mean, but like you just, you're not, that's not for you. So I, th- I'm also hoping that en- enough people say vocally that it's for them that Disney does more. Because this was really good. And I'd watch all this stuff in theaters. Legit. Yeah. And another thing that I... Because obviously, you know, I have to go tell Megan about it. Because it's like, (laughs) what else am I going to do? And I think what I realized is Star Wars Visions is not... Well, it is anime. But Mm -hmm. it's not the same over-the-type anime. Like Tatooine Mm -mm. Rhapsody. Not the same kind of anime that is like the like mainstream anime, like My Hero mm-hmm. Academia and Attack on Titan, and like all of these big oh super violent Tatooine Rhapsody is not the Village Bride really is not like there are episodes in here like a uh, Tob One totally mm-hmm. not 
over-the-top action at all no. until the end. And even then, it's for, like, two minutes out of the 15. So mm-hmm. for someone like Megan who doesn't like the super over-the-top action, there are episodes here that are for you. And then for people like me who love the action, there are a majority of the episodes, but they're still there. Mm-hmm. So they did a really nice job of balancing... And not just being like, yeah. all right, it's lightsabers fighting all the time, and it's only lightsabers fighting mm-hmm. because anime is fighting. It it really – and it's really only anime in the sense that it was made in Japan and it has the anime art style. That's really all that defines it as anime. And that's really mostly all that defines anime in general is like mm-hmm. – so. I think it was kind said, of – it was like a little bit of a bridge to, for like, you know – people that might want to get into anime but like don't really know where to start and but like hey i like star wars this is here and vice versa people that want to get into star wars but don't really know where to start and so it's like this it's like these worlds collide and so of course there's mixed emotions but like when the worlds they collided really well so yeah beautiful now with that being said let's talk about specific episodes we're just gonna go down the list all nine of them give our thoughts can we on to the next one. can we say our favorites and least favorites first oh yeah we probably should you go first assuming oh, you know first okay so <laughs> i'm gonna do i'm gonna do my top three because okay. i would be remiss if i didn't do my top three so mm-hmm. from three to one uh, number three is the uh, Lope and Ocho episode. Fantastic. I loved that one. The bunny girl. Uh, I'm a fan. <laughs> number two. Listen, I actually, I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that thought till I get to it. Um, number two, <laughs> the twins. Studio Trigger anime. Always great. Loved it. And then, of course, number yep. one for me, The Village Bride. I can't stop thinking about that episode. It was so, like, it was so I good. knew you and would also, like that. Th- the masked woman, I need more of her content. She's got a yellow <laughs> lightsaber and freaking like jet heels. I need more of this. Like what a girl Disney. boss. Disney. Lucasfilm. <laughs> Come on. Village Bride and the village please. the village bride had like almost a little bit of a Zelda vibe to me. Where it was just like like just the setting and like the character design. Um that's a good one. Alright. Should I, I'll give my top three, and then we can talk about our bottom three. Um, yep. Top three. Number three is the twins. The twins are so good. Um, I feel like that was the most well-directed. It was, like, really... It was really interesting how the entire thing was on the concept of double. So it was directed with double hallways, double star destroyers, double characters, double ships, double dro- like everything was doubled. And I thought that was a really creative decision that I have haven't seen in a lot of stuff. Uh, oh, number two is the that. yeah yeah wow yeah you gotta you gotta rewatch it. <laughs> um, my number two would be the L- L- Loop and Ocho. That's my my white people pronunciation of it um it it was really good in the story and in the character design um and if i could choose one to have a full series i would choose this one 
because I feel like it got deep enough in the characters and it was just like this heart like I was heartbroken by the end where like I don't I mean I feel like I can spoil it um oh no she, like, if you're listening to this like yeah we're getting no. into episodes you can talk spoilers. yeah no I'll I'll spoil it where she like stabs her sister and like gets off the star destroyer but then like she's alive and like that final scene where it was like the droid playing the video it was like we could find like with some time we could be a perfect family and then it ends and I was just like starstruck I was like holy cow that like that was just very powerful I feel that's the only way I can describe it was it was really powerfully written and directed my number one what do I would feel be like I exactly which one this is. You know exactly what it was because we watched it together and I was freaking yeah. <laughs> out the entire time was the sixth episode TQB one with that little robot guy and the professor with platform shoes. <laughs> I was platform shoes. <laughs> I was crying in this episode. The robot was so cute. All right, the professor was so cool. All of the droids were awesome. The the art style was just beautiful. The soundtrack gave me like a Mario Galaxy vibe. And then like it was so like it almost watched like a short film where it was like beginning to end and it was like you can imagine what he did after that but it's not like it needs more explanation like i thought it was just people my mom makes funny for saying this it was a storytelling masterpiece that's what i say cinematic <laughs> it was a storytelling master cinematic masterpiece those are my top three i would watch entire series of any of those but i think lachlan ocho would be the best if it was a whole season there we go. So, for worst, like, least favorite, uh, I literally mm-hmm. just looked at the list. I cannot pick three. I cannot. Like, <laughs> I only have one that I Let did not like. And it was the very last one, um, Akakiri. I did not mm-hmm. like that one. And let me tell you why. Because it, I liked the concept. Because he was almost like a cowboy Jedi. Like, that was the aesthetic mm-hmm. he gave me. But it felt like it was, and I said this on Twitter because I reviewed all of them on Twitter as I went, this one felt like it was 14 minutes of a movie cut out and presented as a short episode. Mm -hmm. Because there's context at the beginning that's lacking, there's context at the end that's lacking. And I saw like where they were going at the end where the the evil sith was like join yeah. me and we can save her and it's like oh that's like the anakin and palpatine thing and mm-hmm. then he goes on to be evil and it's a whole thing so i saw where they were going with that but i feel like it was very it wasn't as conclusive as i wanted it to be because it's like oh he's mm-hmm. just evil now like that's yeah. it and it didn't even really show because the description <laughs> we just kind of have to assume on... he was evil Right, We've... and the description on Disney Plus is like a Jedi returns to his forbidden love. I there was nothing between those two that told me that they were in love at all, and I was Wait, like, they were supposed to be in love. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's not presented that way at all until the very end, huh. where he's like, "Oh no, she's dead." But then it's like, "Well, you accidentally killed her." So it just mm. seemed like there was a lot of context missing for it to work. Yep. And it just didn't it didn't hit for me. If I had to pick a mm-hmm. second least favorite, it would be T O B one. But um 
that's just because it didn't appeal to me. And I will say, watching that's it the fair, second time, fair. I came around to it a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, not going to lie. The first time I watched it, I was on a high <sighs> for the first five episodes that were all fantastic. And mm-hmm. then I got to that one, and I was like half asleep because I had gotten up super early to watch it. And I was, like, falling asleep, and I was like, oh, this ain't that good. And I fell asleep. Uh, yeah. And then I went back fine. and I watched it. So It's okay. Um, I, I can pick ask. three, honestly. I do want to ask, because I know we haven't brought this up yet. Did you watch it in English or in Japanese? Because I watched it in Japanese. And Disney Plus, I want to I talk to you directly for one second here. Your subtitles suck. Because you yeah. offered this in original Japanese, and you made like a whole marketing point about how you could watch it in English or Japanese, and all you give us is closed captions, which are white, and half of your backgrounds for every single one of these episodes is a light color. I couldn't read the subtitles for half the episode, and what's even more frustrating is for the like extras behind the scenes, they put real subtitles on it. They put like genuine subtitles. That had little black borders because when I watch anime subbed, they do words, but they put like the little black outline. So if it mm-hmm. goes on a dark background, you can still see it. And they just didn't do that for the episodes. But then for the yeah. behind the scenes, they were like, ah, yes, black backgrounds. And it was really yeah. frustrating because I felt like I was missing something and I didn't necessarily want to watch it in English. Not going to lie. I watched mm-hmm. my favorites in English. They weren't as bad, but I will say I did end up preferring the Japanese over the English. So here's here's what's funny. I watched it all in English and only for the reason that I did not know that you could watch it in Japanese. Now, I also uh, watched all of these at like 10 p.m. and really didn't feel like reading. Um, I'm sure the voice acting is better in Japanese and I might go back and watch my favorites in the original because that's like air quote how it was intended to be watched but like it's true i i got a great i still got a great experience from the english and i'll i might go back and listen and watch my favorites in japanese now i actually can give a bottom three so um my third least favorite was number seven the elder now this one i felt was just a little boring I didn't really care about the characters. I thought that it was very quick of like, we just go in and then they did their mission and then they left. And that was the whole story. So the combat was really cool. I liked that, but I just couldn't engage with it. So that's my third least favorite. Uh, Now, when I say least favorite, they're still all watchable. Like least favorite doesn't mean bad. It's just wasn't my favorite second least favorite was the first one the duel it was a little artsy and i could not see what was happening because it was so dark when we get when we get to that episode i need to talk about that yeah no i could not see what was happening and it it like like i was a little nervous for the rest of the series because i was like oh gosh is this what what we're gonna is that is this what we're doing like i had no idea what was going on but it was good after that my least favorite, I have to agree, was the last one. Like, I just, I, part of it was I watched it last night at, like, 11 p.m. And I was falling asleep, and I was like, I just can't engage with this. But I, it was also falling asleep during Lop and Ocho, and I was, like, tunnel-visioned in. So, 
I don't know. I agree what you said. There was no context and it was needed. That's what I'll say. It was, I just, I didn't get it. But I think all of them are watchable and they're all extremely enjoyable. Except that last one. I just didn't, the, my least favorites just weren't for me. Fair. Boom. All right. So break them down one by one, starting with the duel. I just want to say the duel. I liked it. I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. Why did I take away 0.5 points? Um, because you're right. It was really dark. Um, and Mm -hmm. not in like tonally dark. No, visually dark. Like, yeah, my problem was, and I think they, they really tried to go for the super artistic and Mm -hmm. like, Ooh, let's do all black and white. Like, you know, uh, Japanese samurai, like that whole aesthetic. Mm -hmm. And I like it also spinny umbrella lightsaber kind of dope. Um, that's pretty dope. <laughs> Coming to a galaxy's edge near dope. you. <laughs> Coming to a galaxy's edge near you. Saw off your little brother's face <laughs> with the new galaxy's edge Savi's workshop umbrella lightsaber. So now with real lightsaber, it was nice. But one of my biggest gripes was like I couldn't see the detail on the character's face mm-hmm. except for when the lightsabers were present, adding extra light. There were a ton of scenes where, like, they had damage on the side of their face, but I couldn't see it because it mm-hmm. was all because it was all black and white. There was no color to help distinguish the character design. It was a cool idea, and I think the story was pretty dope. But that that was that one thing that I didn't like about it. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. It was a great idea, and it looked like it looked good, and it was like the cool, like sketchy lines were really sweet. Um, I just, it's, I struggled. I can't engage with a story that I can't see. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. So that's what I think of the first episode. I also ate a lot of hummus while I was watching the first episode. You can do that. You you can do nothing with that information. I just thought I'd give it. It's a very, okay. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Episode two, uh, Tatooine Rhapsody. It was good. I actually liked this one. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I don't usually like um, insert songs in anime um, when they, like, insert music that's not, like, mm-hmm. uh, soundtrack. Um, but I think this one worked. I liked the story. It was kind of dope. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is the only episode to feature already existing Star Wars characters that aren't, like, stormtroopers. Because it had Boba Fett and I think you're right. I think you're right. Every other one had brand new characters that we'd never seen before. Mm -hmm. Which, it works. It works. The the setting worked. Worked. It was fine. It was I mean, it worked. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a, oh, here's Boba Fett. Like, like, literally every other piece of media that includes Boba Fett. They're like, Mm -hmm. guys, guys, look, look, look. It's Boba Fett. It's Boba Fett. Oh, Oh, my God. ah, It's Boba Fett. (laughs) Yeah. No. They were like, like. Boba Fett's they were like here. performing like Boba Fett walks up and they're like, yo, what up, dog? And we're not supposed to like freak out, which is like natural. What up, Boba? Like, it's fine. Um, I think the second episode, it's good. I enjoyed it. It's different from the other episodes in the sense that it's like, like there were stakes. There were death stakes. Like it, that was intense. But it was also just like a fun thing where we're like, we're in a band guys like we're just playing some concerts like we're just hanging out like that was really cool to me um 
I like gotta the, ask, that kind of media was, is super good to me. I gotta ask, how, how was the music in 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 English? Um, because I know sometimes English dubs tend to butcher stuff like that. It they sounded didn't sing a in little English in the Japanese. Um, I think I need to rewatch it in Japanese because the original or in the English version it sounded a little bit too much like Blink One Eighty Two to me. <laughs> um, oh they just get up, get up in front of Jabba. Where are you? I'm sorry. <laughs> No, yeah, it was fine. So it was fine. Usually in anime, what they'll do is um, they actually, which not to flex my anime knowledge, but not to flex they me. do tend to use English songs, like they'll sing in English, mm -hmm. uh, because Japanese people like like how we listen to anime and hearing like people speak in Japanese will not like it won't hinder us from listening to something in English. That's how it is mm -hmm. in Japan, but vice versa. Um, so oh, hmm. hearing a song in English acts basically the same as a normal backing soundtrack, but it's mm -hmm. just got vocals instead. So, uh, huh. they did not do that here. They did that in My Hero Academia, la uh, season four, but they did not do that hmm. with Tatooine Rhapsody. They sung it in Japanese and I think it worked. Hmm. So I want to go listen in... to it in English and see what it sounds like though. Cause I heard it was, I watched, uh, it was fine. Like, I didn't even think about that. I think I need to rewatch it in the Japanese. I watched Weathering With You in English, and all the music was Japanese, but it was already existing songs, so... Right. I don't know. Okay, okay. Moving on to episode three, The Twins. I want to send you a picture of this character from... Uh, all this right, is, all so right, all right. Studio Trigger did uh, The Twins, but they also did Promare as a movie... Now, you can't look at this character and tell me that he does not look very similar. No, you're right. They have no. similar... They have similar uh, features. That's just... They the, have the same uh, hair and, like, body type. What I'm going to call that is that's just Trigger's character design. Also, um, Trigger has, like... And I don't want to... I don't want to sound this... I don't want to make this sound like it's a diss. But they have, like, one director who directs everything and you can very clearly tell when he's the one directing mm -hmm. based on animation style, art style, character design, like all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um like not to go on a tangent, but Gorin Lagan, all of the mechs in that have very weird eye angles and then he moved on to Kill a Kill. All of the clothes have very weird eye angles. You can see the connection there. Moving from Kill a Kill to Promare, you can see, oh, all of these facial character designs are the same. Moving from Promare to the twins, you like you can connect all of the dots of this. <laughs> so, kind of like he, he's kind of like about Wes the Anderson. episode. Yeah, uh, the twins, fantastic episode. Like, it's Good one suit. of those where you just have to accept that none of this is canon, and you just gotta let you just gotta let go. You just gotta let go and mm -hmm. enjoy it because it's pretty crazy. He stands on. The front of an X-Wing, upside down, in space, with a lightsaber, and cuts a Star Destroyer in half. Like, you just yeah. gotta let it go. You just gotta let it go. Mm -hmm. Like, if they did that in the sequel it. trilogy, we would have destroyed them. Like, they could not have done that in, like, a sequel trilogy. And they <laughs> did something... Like, no, no. 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 <laughs> we would have been like, alright, goodbye, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> okay, but, um, what are you thinking? Uh, but no, since it wasn't canon, they could do crazy things like that, and it was fun. So I really enjoy it. And you don't question it. Number four, it like when you know it's not canon. No, you, you don't, don't question, question it. 
And you're like, all right, sense. that you're just like, wow, that's freaking dope. Like, no, there's there's no like, well, what if it, what if this character did this? No, shut up. Just no, have fun with it. <laughs> Number four, the Village here. Bride. Great episode. My fave. My fave. Great episode. It it took like a air quote damsel in distress thing and like kind of spun it in like their own way to where it was like different so i liked it also that scene where the guy takes off this guy takes off his helmet puts a grenade in it tosses it down and it goes up into the ship that's insane i love that so much (laughs) the ship just explodes (laughs) low-key i didn't think anything was gonna top the twins like i watched the twins and i was like okay Mm -hmm. this is my peak like it peaks here next Mm -hmm. episode we're done thank you goodbye we're done. No, done. <laughs> it, it literally like village bride is my favorite it the way that fight at the mm. end was handled was just so cool because it wasn't over yep. the top because he, see here's the thing traditional like samurai fights and all that were not over the top they were just mm-hmm. like one or two hits and you're done like so having that very elegant fighting style beautiful killed it Great. Absolutely amazing. Also, number five. I just want to oh, say. Go ahead. Star Wars Visions blessed us with one of the greatest things we've ever seen, and that is katana lightsabers. Um, oh my I gosh! So, Coming to a galaxy's so edge cool. near you. So cool! Come on, <laughs> oh galaxy's my gosh. edge. Let me make my own katana lightsaber. <sighs> uh, number five, the ninth Jedi. I'm struggling. No, episode. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Honestly, I would have felt better about the series if it ended on that one. <laughs> but it's no, fine. Like, how do you um, miss that? It's got nine in the nah, title. Oh yeah, nah, should make it nah, nah, Cut it. Cut the cameras. Um, Trust me. Ninth Jedi's I'm a film producer, and I have control over this kind of stuff. You'll see a lot more <laughs> where I put things where they should. Oh be. my gosh. The Ninth Jedi is really good. I don't have a whole lot to say about it. It was just like a good story, had some good twists, and I could see them making a whole movie out of it. With Ethan? (laughs) (laughs) We were making fun of it. We watched it on a Disney Plus group watch, this one. And everyone was like, had like these really intense like Star Wars or like Japanese names. And it was like, and Ethan. (laughs) It's like a tag in a movie title, like all of these great actors, and then and Ethan, and Ethan. What up, Ethan? Making generic lightsabers that can change colors based on whether like who's holding them. Very cool concept. I like that. Dagum, is it T zero B one? Yeah. Okay, I said TQB1, like an idiot. (laughs) Well, if you look at the list far enough away, the little dash can look like the the, the line on a Q, so I understand. Insert insert grandma looking at the computer meme here. (laughs) Uh, No, this is my my favorite. I kind of already touched on it, but it gives me almost a Wally vibe. But it's different where it's like more relational based and like this it was like really heavy into the droids that are kind of forgotten about because in all these other ones the droids are the side characters. But this one is just like, yeah, droids can be Jedi's. And I was like, that's awesome. And I was like, it had me crying. It was so good. I'll the fire up. Am I right, gang? Uh, actually, Am I, I right? don't have much to say about T Zero B One. It was a good mm-hmm. episode. 
Um, cool. <laughs> I think out of the two uh, Science Seiru episodes, that one was the better of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Cool. That's just me, though. The Elder's fine, I guess. I wasn't super engaged. Not even with Dan? Our other with generic Dan. Like, white boy <laughs> Star Wars name? Even though like, Dan's should... not white. Dan wasn't white, but he shows up in cargo shorts and he's like, where's the cheesecake (laughs) factory? (laughs) Come on, Dan. Also, more katana lightsabers. I'm saying the combat was really good in this episode, but other than that, I wasn't super engaged. Um, I also thought the elder was really cool. Um, I thought it was kind of a darker take that I liked, but other than that, it wasn't super special to me. Number eight, Lopinocho. 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 Open Ocean. Eight in Spanish. Number eight. Um, okay, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of worried about this episode because the fir- <laughs> my first impression was, oh no, they've brought furries into Star Wars. How? Could- <laughs> yeah, um, no. The bu- I was a little concerned. I was like, how could you bunny let this happen? girl? Bunny girl? Huh? Bunny what? girl senpai season what two. The frick? Only real ones will get it. Only real ones. Um, no, it was still really good. Like I, as soon as I saw the the bunny girl, I was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go into this with an open mind, um, and it will be okay. Um, so it was okay. But it it was okay. It was a really, I think the character design was brilliant. Because she was so different from everyone else. And that's kind of the point where she was different from her family. And, like, of like it's a little weird to make her a rabbit. But also, like, it worked. Like, she was so vastly different from these other human-like characters. That, like, it really nailed in the point of how different she felt. And how badly she wanted a community and a family. And that's part of the reason why it hit me so hard was like oh this is such a good character and it was only 21 minutes and this was like Mm -hmm. a full movie worth of story like it was brilliantly told it was brilliantly directed and i think it has the best character design not just in like the rabbit lady but in all the other people it had it was very good visual storytelling through their characters yeah i agree i everything i would say is exactly the same and then I guess we've already kind of dunked on number one. Yeah. We, like, it's we, fine. We on that one. It's fine. Nobody cares. Yeah, it's fine. It, it was Overall, at the end. Somebody had to take the bullet of being the fine. last one. <laughs> I sounded like Seth Rogen there. I'm sorry. Um, Bro, but Seth Rogen no. is Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. I, watch Visions. Like, I'm going to watch it again. Um, I said this... I said this to you, but Visions is so bingeable because the episodes are so short. A lot of them are conclusive, or and a lot of them are open-ended. So it's like, oh, where do we, you know, where are we going next? And it's like, I was excited for every, for every next episode. Um, I'm not a binge-watcher at all. I watch every show very slowly, and I gather my opinions and my thoughts, and I make notes. This came out Wednesday, and I, we're recording on Saturday. I watched all these episodes like it was just like like you I have to watch the next one it was just 
like it's so bingeable because they're so short and they're so quick and they're so concise and it's just chef's kiss ratatouille so something i want to bring up is you're right most of these episodes are open-ended and they leave room for like going back and revisiting Mm -hmm. or making into a full series or whatever what if does this too Mm -hmm. and what if leaves like half their episodes open-ended and like ooh, what's gonna happen what are we gonna do what's happening how are they gonna solve this and i'm like so what if makes me frustrated when they leave open ends because I go into it expecting you like the Doctor Strange episode they, mm-hmm. that had a beginning, a middle, and an end. Done. The zombie episode beginning, middle, open ended. No, you so, have to do beginning, middle, end, conclusion. You can leave a cliffhanger like the twins left a cliffhanger of like, is he gonna go find mm-hmm. his sister? What's gonna happen to her? But it was conclusive enough so that you don't feel I like don't, you're losing something. I don't know if this is a hot take or not. So take this with a grain of salt. Take this as you will. I think Star Wars Visions is what What If thinks it is. Visions is what What If wants to be. Now, let me explain. What If is a great concept. They almost have similar concept of this is in a universe, but it's completely different from what you know. This is Star Wars, but it's anime and it's different from all this other stuff you know. What if is, hey, this is Marvel, but it's animated and it's different from everything that you know. But is is what if that different from what we know? It still has the base characters. It still has the base settings and like the base things. And so now I I have the very hot take of I don't really like what if. That's like, like you get scrutinized on Twitter. But... I think the episodes are too long. On Twitter about that right now. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not to your 100 followers. Um, what if the episodes are too long? They should have outsourced the episodes like they did with Visions. And like you said, a lot of them don't have conclusive endings. And I think when you have like 35-minute episodes... It needs to conclude because I feel like I'm so invested. I'm okay with an open end on a 13-minute Star Wars episode because I'm only 13 minutes in. When you make a 35-minute episode and it's open-ended, I feel like I'm just missing out. Like, it's just like, it feels incomplete. Now, we're going to do a whole episode on What If soon, but like... That's just, those are my thoughts. I just have no motivation to continue What If, and it's so sad because, like, I've been, my weekly TV has been supplemented, so, like, when I wasn't super into What If, I'm, like, two or three episodes behind because Visions came out. I've been watching Only Murders in the Building weekly, which, by the way, 11 out of 10 show, and it has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Everyone needs to watch it. Anyway... Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Visions was what What If should have been. That's my hot take for the week. What a piping hot take. Not gonna lie, I didn't listen to half of it. I was tuned out reading Demon Slayer news on Twitter. But you've already told me this, so it's okay. I'll hear it again. No, I've ranted about this before. But I'm just gonna say, everything you said 
totally good. Maybe you said that you want to <laughs> annihilate the planet. All good. It's fine. I don't need to hear it's anything. It's fine. Demon Slayer. It's good. <laughs> so, what, is the Demon Slayer news good? Like, how how's that? Since you're so engrossed. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I read it. Real. It had nothing. Well, I guess it kind of works because it's anime. Um, and we'll close after this. So apparently, they uh, so season two starts airing October 10th. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, they're doing an anime original episode, and then the first like the next six episodes, so two through seven is just adapting the movie that came out earlier this year, last year in Japan, and they're putting it in anime, which is kind of frustrating because that's two, three, four, five, six, seven, six weeks that I have to sit through content I've already seen and that most people have already seen. Oh my gosh. Simple fix. Just make the movie free. Just like... (laughs) <laughs> don't pay for it just all right here's, put it on streaming here's, services here's an interesting thought here's the final closing question would visions have worked if it was a weekly release schedule no no because the episodes are so different you can't generate hype for each mm-hmm. one of them individually you have to present them as a group especially that's since they're the so problem that's the problem with what if sorry um what if should have been released as a whole series like Visions? I'm sorry. Anyway, I don't think the time, I don't think the length of episodes works for what if Mm-mm. releasing all at once though, because they're like 30, 40 minute episodes. You can't just mm-hmm. drop all That's of those true. at once. Netflix That's does true. it, but they don't really do it anymore. Netflix does it, but they shouldn't. <laughs> exactly. Well, everyone, put your fishing hats on. It's time to Everybody reel it get in. your uh, space fishing rods to catch some kyber crystals and That was so funny. <laughs> Thank you for listening today. If you want to stay up to date with the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at the nerdiest podcast or tweet us at nerdiest podcast. If you have feedback or a question you want to submit, you can do so through the contact us page on our website. And if you enjoy what we do here, consider giving us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen. I don't think you're listening anywhere else, but it's good. You can also share the podcast with friends because word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. That is so true. Uh, tell your friends to follow on Instagram. Just listen listen to current episodes, past episodes, future episodes. We need the analytics boost so we can afford studio upgrades. <laughs> it's true. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope to see you in the next episode. Peace. Oh. Bye.